Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in the studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We're streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. We hope you know that you can tune in via your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, or you can watch us on your computer or your mobile devices over at supertalktv.com. And today we get to talk about a cool subscription box that can be delivered to your door that has engaging pairs. Parenting education materials inside, which I think is really cool. And it was created right here in Mississippi in Startville at MSU. And joining us to tell us a little bit more about their project is Drs. Lori Elmore Staten. Did I get it correct? Staten. Staten. I knew I was, I was debating which one. And Dr. Alicia Hardman. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you. I was excited. I thought maybe you got to skip out on class to come down here and join us today, but your schedule's allowed for today to not actually have kids. But what is it like in Starkville with the atmosphere of, of everyone coming back to the campus? Is it exciting? It's busy. Very exciting and very busy. You know, we kind of grow accustomed to campus being a little bit slower, not quite so many people during the summer, and so you know when the students are back in town. Um, everywhere in Starkville, we've got lots more traffic, lots more people, so it's a lot of fun. And it's always fun, too, now that we're, I guess, post-COVID, uh, because I know this is when this project took heed, was whenever the campus probably looked a lot slower during the fall and spring mm-hmm. semesters than you like. But you ladies work in the Mississippi Agriculture and Forestry Experiment Station. I got it. Better known as MAFIS, right? <laughs> Do they make y'all say that five times fast whenever they hire you on? <laughs> because your business cards have to be a five by seven. But no. So what is the mission of that particular uh, department at, at State? Well, MAFIS is really the research arm of our um, our area, and so really it's just there to support all of us who are doing research. And then um, Alicia is also part of Extension, so um, I have the research part with MAFIS, and then uh, she has the application part with Extension, and so we really kind of merge those two worlds to really bring TIPS to fruition. So what does TIPS stand for? <laughs> Trauma-Informed Parenting and Professional Strategies. Tra- so lots of, lots of um, acronyms, acronyms yes. floating around. That's okay. It wouldn't be academia with, without a good acronym. So yes. let's go back to the pandemic because I know that's when this kind of this idea for tips got started. Whose idea was it? How did it start getting buzzed in your head? What, or what were you working on that then you, then you couldn't just sort of merge or pivot? It's a word we, we use and associate with the pandemic a lot. Yes. So how did this come about? Absolutely. So we um, received some funding 
from the Mississippi Department of Human Services. Um, and the original plan was to do parent education. So to be doing a lot of programming in person, workshops with parents. And about the time we started hitting the ground running with that in March of 2020, the pandemic hit and all of a sudden all of that in-person education was um, halted. And so we really did have to pivot very quickly. We had um, only nine months total to, to, you know, do what we were paid to do, what we got the funding to do. And so um, we realized that the subscription box model had become really popular. You know, you can get subscription box um, for pets, for food, for clothing, for children's toys. Um, and so we said, well, what if we modeled after that and provided really good research-based information and toys and books and resources for parents to really meet them where they're at and provide that parent education in their homes? Um, and it's it's been really successful. It's been really successful, and it, it makes a lot of sense because even pre-pandemic, I mean, getting parents to come to something is always hard, trying to find yes. the time and having the child care and doing all this. So it feels like even in the grand scheme of things, this may have been a better, you know, idea to begin with. You just didn't know what you didn't know or, or to sort of to utilize that. So, I mean, how does it work? I mean, I know that sounds really silly, but, I mean, how do parents or how do you find the right parents that uh, can connect with it, or how do they subscribe? So we've tried to um, really target um, TANF recipient parents, but the um, program is actually for all Mississippi parents. Um, so we have we've done recruitment in a couple of different ways, sometimes through social media, but also, you know, putting flyers in food bags that go out at pantries. And so we're really trying to make this for everyone. And um, so. Yeah, we we um, have reached a, a number of different people through those avenues. Um, when you say subscription, it would, it would imply that the parent or the family would have to obviously subscribe. They would yes. have to buy into it, um, and then it would be shipped. How often do they get a subscription box? So we um, actually have them go, so all the flyers and everything direct you to a web page. And on that web page, um, that is www.tips.extension. Of course. MSState.edu. <laughs> yes, so it's rather long, but there is a little scan code. Yeah. <laughs> and um, anyway, it directs them there. They answer a couple of questions, and then they get to actually select what developmental toolkit they want. So we have it um, parceled out by age so that parents can really, you know, say, okay, I'm having a hard time with my teenager. I want the teenage um, toolkit um, versus, you know, I have an infant. I'm a brand new parent. I would like the infant toolkit. So you get to pick that. And then um, once you select that, we send it out to you via mail. And then we give about two weeks after the mailing time so that families have enough time to actually use the materials that are in the box. Um, Cause we all get busy and we know not Absolutely. everything gets used immediately. So in about two weeks we do a follow-up call. And then um, when that call is completed, another box goes out. So currently we have three toolkits that families receive once they sign up. So the others come automatically after we've collected a little bit of the evaluation data. And then you have, you connect with them to make sure it's, or they're getting it and it's being utilized. You're collecting your data and information because this is still a research project, right? Right. For only on, on your side. Mm-hmm. Um, and so have you, have you, for, I guess from a research standpoint or from um, 
families buying into it. The number of kits that's gone out, tips, tips, kits. Now we're really getting some tongue twisters in here. <laughs> tips, kits that's gone out versus families that would come to the in-person um, uh, workshops. Are they about the same or better or more? I bet it's more. I see you, I see you yes. shaking your head. Yes, far more. <laughs> um, we have had around a thousand families um, since January sign up to receive these toolkits um, and there's no way that we could do parent education workshops with a thousand families in a year. Um, so we are able to reach a much broader scope of parents with this strategy. When they call you or you reach out to them after that first or second box, I'm curious, like what type of questions are, are you, what type of data are you collecting or are asking? I mean, you know, I mean, that would be tough because you don't want to put them on the spot. I mean, have you been implementing the great advice, we've, the tips we've been giving you? I mean, how's it working? Are you all singing kumbaya probably not (laughs) but i mean but still there's there's good information to be to be to be gathered yeah so we asked them some basic things i mean there there are some grant priorities that we're looking to meet so for instance um we really have focused hard on trying to bring parents and children together um you know we all get busy and we don't end up having a whole lot of family time often and so we um have found that some of the materials definitely do um increase that family kind of playful time together um and so we ask questions like that we do say has this helped in any way and some of them are very you know from one to five, how did you know? How much knowledge did you gain from this? But also things like, um, you know, just tell me what did you do, and that's been the most fascinating data for us. Is really we've had people tell us that they have used the materials in ways that we never imagined that they would. So one of the things that we developed were conversation cards. So you know, having conversations about really deep meaningful things often get overlooked in families parent-child relationships and so we developed these talking cards and you know they asked like i don't know maybe when you were 15 what do you wish that your 15 year old self knew and you know the parent would answer that for their teenager perms Um, are a bad idea (laughs) very true very true um but we've had families for instance tell us one mother said Um, Her grandfather was on hospice and that they actually took the conversation cards to meet with him. And so it was like a triad of these this family. And she said, I found out things that I never knew about my grandfather. And so that's really special. And. That's of course, m- something that we had no idea about. Absolutely. We're going to learn more about the TIPS program coming up next here on Good Things. TrustCare Health. We're reimagining healthcare for the modern world. No long waits or hoops to jump through. Just the five-star care you deserve and the convenience you need. From urgent care available seven days a week. (laughs) 
to routine care for the whole family. You're good to go. See you in a couple months. You can get in and out and back to your life. Stop by one of our convenient locations or visit TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better. Faster. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Hi, this is Keith Halsey with Halsey Insurance. As your local independent insurance agency, we guarantee fast answers and friendly service. When you have questions, we're here with answers you can trust. Our specialty is home, auto, life, and all types of business insurance. Partnering with the top insurance carriers, let us shop your insurance and do the heavy lifting. We'll find you the best coverages with the lowest rates. Call 601-856-7707 or halseyinsurance.com. That's H-A-W-S-E-Y insurance. You hear those notifications? That's small businesses in America taking off on TikTok. Businesses like Porgy's Hot Dogs. I have another good one for y'all today. Our peanut butter and jelly dog. Their homemade hot dog videos pull in diners from across the country. And there's Matt Fixit, your local handyman just building a business. Holy freaking drywall repair. We've got a bathtub above this kitchen. Over a million people saw that video. And new customers are still flying in. American Small Business Booms on TikTok. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good things on your computer or your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku and Amazon Fire TV devices. And now you can watch Super Talk TV live on Ceasefire TV. If you've got Ceasefire TV, we are on channel 70, right next to the Weather Channel, which is probably telling you it's going to rain sometime today. Um, but here in the Good Things Studio, we are learning more about the tip subscription box that is delivering parents some engaging um, education information. We have uh, the developers, Drs. Lori Elmore Staten and Alicia Hardman. I'm going to get it right before the end of the day. And y'all are two departments there meshed together. 
together to work cohesively from from Mississippi State. So I'm curious, when y'all were developing this idea, right, COVID sent you into a different direction. How did y'all sit down at the table and say, how are we going to take all this information and these parenting would have been live parenting workshops that you would have offered and then get it down into a box that goes in the mail that can be then self-taught at home? Simple enough, right? Like that was going to be an easy task for you <laughs> to do, Alicia. <laughs> Absolutely. So we knew that just moving those in-person workshops online was not going to be an option, not for the audience that we were trying to reach, not in a rural state like Mississippi, where not everyone has access to stable Internet. Um, and it takes a lot of time and effort to really do that well. And then and you have kids at home. That's the worst yes. kind of parenting workshop ever. Shut up! My Ab- son, Zoom! Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And so we knew we really needed to think outside the box, or actually in our case, I guess, think inside, inside the, the box. box. Yeah. Um, and again, we were just kind of talking through, okay, what are our options? How do we you know, meet what we said we were going to do when we can't do what we had planned. And because of the the success of the subscription box model, but also looking at some of the research literature. And um, so I'm a family life educator. And so there's been a lot of uh, kind of a shift the last several years in using a nudge approach to education. So we used to think we had to bring parents in for six or eight or 20 hours of education. And I still think that's that's effective. But we know there's a lot of barriers that get in the way to parents being able to come. Childcare being one of those things. Sometimes transportation, having the time. Um, And so kind of mere kind of uh, merging the subscription box model with this emerging research that shows these, um, you know, brief interventions, this nudge approach can be very effective. And we said, why don't we try this out and see what we get? Um, And so it's kind of came out of Necessity, but also pairing that with what we saw as something that's new and emerging in the research that was showing to be a really promising practice. Dr. Lori, when I hear nudge, I think small, bite-sized information. Mm-hmm. And as educators and then experts in your field, you're looking at, well, I wish I could unzip your head and pour all the good knowledge <laughs> I have in and then zip you back up, right, and send you out on your way. But you've got to get it down to, like, the core things you want families to know the most. How do you how do you go through and sort of weed out or focus in or highlight and bold the specific things that end up in your boxes? Well, I think first and foremost, Alicia and I both really um, value that parent-child relationship. And so I think all that comes to follow is based on that initial relationship, particularly in the earlier years. So trying to reach parents earlier and trying to really nurture and give parents the tools they need to be able to provide a nurturing, safe and stable kind of um, environment and relationship is really critical for everything. So those are really the the main words that we focus on. So each box has something that provides some kind of information about nurturing, safe, stable, um, and did I miss one? Nope. No. You, got, you hit them all Nurturing, three. safe, stable, mm-hmm. but relationships and environment. So things that help build that um, attachment between the parent and the child, but also things that you can do within your environment to make it more safe and um, to really, you know, that could be something as easy as 
plugs in the electrical outlet to a bedtime routine. So there's a lot of variability in what that can look like, and we really tried to pick some of those most important pieces for each of those developmental periods. I know it's never too late to start to be nurturing. It's never too late to to make it a more safe or stable environment. But what is that sweet spot age where the connection of the nurturing is kind of like most palatable or most uh, able to connect? Because I feel like obviously early years probably the best. So what are those sweet years where you really need to be focusing on nurturing more than any more than anything? Or not anything, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, again, looking at the research, we always go back to those first few years of life as being critical. That's the time when the brain is developing at such a rapid pace and those nurturing, responsive um, caregiver relationships are so, so important at that stage. Um, as you said, it's never too late. No, We can yeah. always work on developing those nurturing, uh, responsive relationships, but certainly in those first few years of life is where we really kind of especially focus on that. This is going to sound silly, but what's an example of nurturing? And the reason why I ask is because you have the two different camps where, you know, babies don't keep, hold them, rock them, whatever it may be. You have the other camp that you can't teach them that they're going to be coddled their whole life. Most of us fall somewhere in between, depending on how much sleep we had. And so, (laughs) you know, I mean, you know, what is an example if you're our first-time mom um, and you're getting the box, that zero to one year of terms of nurturing? Or even older. Either one. So this is not something that we've added in the box just because it's cost prohibitive. But there's, you know, research that shows um, wearing babies, baby wearing, is a great way to promote that that nurturing, responsive um, relationship between the caregiver and child um, because the child's strapped to you. And so when the child needs something, you're going to respond because you're, you're wearing the child. And um, so, again, we did not include those in the toolkit simply because... Those were cost prohibitive, but I think that's a, a good example, and there's actually research that shows how that benefits the attachment relationship. There's also a great mm-hmm. photo of me floating around on Instagram or Facebook trying to figure out one of those things with my second <laughs> one. And it looks like she was tied to a light bulb with duct tape and everything else trying to yes. <laughs> trying to get her in. They do make easier contraptions they do. now, and it, it is a way to for a mom to be hands-free and, mm-hmm. and to be uh, nurturing and at the same time. Mm-hmm. What are some other examples of things that actually come in the box other than just maybe cards or handouts? What are some things that fit with the cost of the grant? So um, there is some kind of oh. Sorry, some kind of developmental toy that's included in each one. So for toddlers, for instance, there is um, um, Melissa and Doug toy that allows for sorting. It allows for um, beating uh, where the large beads, not yeah. ones that they could choke on. <laughs> and um, uh, it also has shapes. And so it's one of those types of Melissa and Doug little toys. And then so it has a lot of. Of different options yeah. that you can use but then um, we also have like face tan for the older kids like teenagers because that um, is something that you can play with the whole family and enjoy uh, for elementary school age children something that has been a huge success that we did not realize um, is charades so we actually bought charade cards and it just by chance 
we happened to get a set of cards where we could buy a lot of them. That was an issue also mm-hmm. being able to get all the materials during COVID. Um, but the ones that we could get actually had drawings of the word. And so we've gotten a lot of feedback that even though it was in the elementary school toolkit, that if they had younger siblings, they could also play because it had the picture on it. And so the child didn't have to read the word to be able to act out what was on the card. And so it has created a lot of, like, just fun family time together. Which is really what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, usually if a family is connecting, having fun, nurturing is then going on, it's probably going to be a more stable environment. I don't know about the safe part, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, I mean, but it kind of just all sort of flows. Do you feel like overall parents sometimes overthink parenting or do, I mean it's not if, if you know what I mean like I feel like sometimes we sweat the things that don't matter the most like the mm-hmm. right cups the right utensils or the right you know whatever it may be when it's just really just playing charades with your kid mm-hmm. is like the most mm-hmm. important thing for developmental yes <laughs> so we can all just take a big sigh of yes. like <laughs> let our let ourselves have a little bit of moment of grace mm-hmm. right yes absolutely I mean I think um, you know, we're all human. We're all going to make mistakes and it's not going to ruin your kid. Um, you know, as long as you are there and, and, and meeting them where they're at, you're spending that time playing with them. That's really the really crucial thing, mm-hmm. which I think we can all feel like we can do a little bit more of because we, we feel like we have so much on our plates already that adding in the perfect parenting piece can feel overwhelming. It can feel stressful. You always feel like you're you're screwing it up. It's no matter what stage they are, you come in, yes. you think you screwed it up all the way till, you know, they, they reach adulthood and you're like, finally, and the new things to worry about. But I want to figure out how we can get a subscription box if we fit the uh, fit the, fit the description <laughs> And learn more about tips coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 72. Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, high near 85. And for finally Friday, a 70% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 84. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? 
This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 25 to 50% off. And for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is... ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. <laughs> there are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products, and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Singing River Health System, a county-owned hospital system on the coast, has announced their intent to sell. A public hearing will be held at 6 p.m. tonight. Richard Robertson is with the Mississippi Hospital Association. The, the law, the state law, was amended a few years ago so that um, so that they would have to first go back to their constituents and um, give them an opportunity through the referendum process to express whether or not they wanted the hospital to to go up for sale. And if the vote uh, is no, then then it won't. But um, if it if it is, then they would entertain bids on that process. Jackson County supervisors say if they don't sell, the county will have to increase taxes to keep the hospital afloat. According to figures presented by Singing River Health System, they need $287 million over the next five years to cover mounting costs. Singing River operates hospitals in Pascagoula, Gulfport, and Ocean Springs, as well as 40 clinics, and employs a staff of 4,000. Hey, I'm Andy Jones from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Join Grammy Museum Mississippi on Saturday, August 21st for If I Leave Here Tomorrow, a film about Leonard Skinner and post-screening conversation by Paul Abraham. Come explore the backstory of this legendary Southern rock band, songs from the first six albums, and a focus on Ronnie Van Zant. Doors open at 2 p.m. and the documentary will begin at 2.30. To purchase tickets or learn more about upcoming programs and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. 
You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. good things we're streaming live over at supertalk.fm and coming up tomorrow you got middays with gerard gibbert he will be at gulfport high school you'll hear about the unique ways gulfport high school has crafted a combined career and technical pathway for students that benefits them while they're in school and when they graduate that's middays with gerard gibbert from 10 to 1 he will be at gulfport high school coming up tomorrow it is brought to you by bxs insurance soon to be called cadence insurance so that'll be a good thing before they get out of high school though they're everywhere in between, and so you may be interested in getting one of these tips uh, boxes that is created by Mississippi Agriculture and Forestry Experiment Station, MAFIS. <laughs> I had to say it one more time before you ladies <laughs> left. And joint, uh, and joint with uh, the Extension Service. And man, every time, Alicia, we have the Extension Service on, I'm always just inspired by the good work you guys are doing statewide in so many different ways, including uh, you know the sort of the family area as well. So I want to go back though to the name because it is an interesting name it is tips program which i think is cool because you get tips but it's trauma-informed parenting and professional strategies the trauma-informed part kind of threw me off it's not light and fluffy (laughs) Um, but it is part of a part of it that some kids go through so how did the name get formed and and sort of the trauma part so actually the very first uh grant application that we applied for for this program through MDHS uh, actually required a trauma-informed piece. So basically, it's really working because we recognize that adverse childhood experiences happen at high rates across all of our citizens, um, and it's a way to try to help inform professionals who are working with youth how to be trauma-informed and also providing prevention um, through the parent education of helping prevent child abuse, neglect, um, and those types of negative experiences children have because we know that that has a lasting impact into adulthood. Well, one of the, you speaking of just tips and awareness, I have two young girls, you know, that's definitely on my radar. And I read a great piece that's just always stuck with me. And it was like, when you're choosing to let your children spend the night over at other friends' houses, be mindful of older siblings. And so, and just sort of something else to think through. Not that everyone is malicious, not that, you know, or whatever it may be, but Mm -hmm. hey, it's my job to keep my kid safe. And so, you know, those type of things just to be aware to even think about to look for red flags or anything like that. So that's always sort of stuck with me. So those type of little tips would be very helpful for a mom like me. I have girls different ages. One's supposed to be 10, one's supposed to be three. We skip the middle. I'll say that often. (laughs) What are the age groups that this box, uh, these, these subscription boxes come in? Sure. So the original, um, toolkits or or boxes that parents can sign up for, there's, uh, 
box for parents of infants, so those that are a year or younger. Um, we've got a box for toddlers and preschoolers, so parents of po- toddlers and preschoolers. We have a school age box, so parents of children who are school aged, and then we have a teen box. Um, and so those are kind of the developmental ages that we have available. And y'all did get uh, renewed for another year with your grant, so congratulations. Yeah. That Thank means you. that you're Thank showing you. that you're doing what you know they asked, and, and that it's working, and it's up to good. So what does that mean for the next year? Does that mean y'all get to sit back and just ship out boxes? <laughs> no, we have some more work to do. Um, we will actually recruit 1,200 or 1,100 mm-hmm. more parents for parent education in the next 12 months, which is a big feat in and of itself. Well, you um, at least have 1,200 listening today. <laughs> so we'll get deal. you there. Yes. Perfect. Thanks. But then you're also adding boxes, I think I heard you say. Yes. So we have decided to add two different mm-hmm. boxes. Do you want to? Yeah, sure. So the current boxes, in addition to the developmental boxes right now, the second toolkit is on positive guidance. So what are some strategies that parents can use, um, you know, discipline or positive guidance when Um, How do we get our children to do what we would like them to do and and behave in the ways we would like them to behave? And the third toolkit is an emotions and coping um, toolkit. So there's a lot of resources for both parents and children of how do we manage strong, intense um, emotions. And so the two new toolkits that we'll be adding, we're going to be adding one on family communication. So that's going to focus intergenerational communication, couple relationship education, uh, communication, and then also other kinds of communication within the family, talking about the importance of family mealtime as an opportunity to have pleasant conversations and not to use that as an opportunity to, you know, maybe scold your child or something of that nature. Um, and then the the final toolkit will be a family resource management. Um, so we'll have some information about finances in there. And again, there will be information for the parents, but also that parents can use with their children. Um, and it's not just going to be finances. We're also going to have information about how do you structure your time and your energy as a family. Um, you know, kids are very overscheduled these days, and sometimes children don't have time just to play. So we're going to talk about some broader things in addition to fi- finances in that final toolkit. Here's my advice. If you are stressed out over you and your kid's schedule, so is your kid. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Because if you're going from sun up to sundown, just getting them everywhere, then they're tired by the time they get to the end of the day, uh, sort of, too. But that is but that is pot calling kettle black, because I'm also... <laughs> I, you know, it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle to sort of try to figure out where's the balance, mm-hmm. how to sort of live in this modern family sort of uh, scenario where kids have so much opportunity uh, to do extracurriculars. Where is where are the boundaries sort of mm-hmm. with that? We mentioned parents a lot, but what about caregivers? What if we have grandparents listening to good things and maybe they're the primary caregiver or really help um, influence their uh, their grandkids' lives? I mean, could these boxes also be um, get subscribed by them? Yes. Um, as long as you are a um, are caring for a child mm-hmm. in the state of Mississippi, then you are eligible to participate. So how does it I know we mentioned this first, but we may have uh, people just joining us. How do we get subscribed? How does that work? And then what is our, uh, I guess, obligation to the program to keep the boxes sort of coming? And how does that work? So you can actually go onto our Web page at tipps.extension.msstate.edu. We'll link that in the Good Things <clears throat> Facebook group, by the way. And you can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram, and our handle there is protect dot protect dot and connect. Um, so we're really trying to protect children 
and also connect families. And so that that's where the protect and connect side comes from. So you just sign up and then you answer a few questions, put in mm-hmm. your mailing address. Do y'all have little Mississippi State elves back there that's licking <laughs> stamps and putting out the subscription? Because you mentioned 1200 the first and now 1200 the second grant. That would be almost, that's 2400 That's mm-hmm. a lot of stamp licking. <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely running out of space to store some yes. materials, but we have a great group of um, ladies who work with us mm-hmm. and we do have one person who actually packs all of the, the boxes. boxes. I was going to yes. say, who's packing the boxes? <laughs> so um, her name is Christina, and she is awesome. And <laughs> we've tried to say, do you need somebody else to help? And she's like, no, I got this. So, um, yeah, she does a fantastic job, and it's amazing. When you call just to connect with families before the next box ships out, is it a phone call? Is it an email sort of questionnaire? How does the research piece still continue um, continue with the families that connect with the boxes? So we always try to call first, but... Um Participants can select options, like if that's not a good time, for instance, then the caseworker will um, text them or send them an email that will have the survey in there. Um, But also during those contact times where we call, um, we also ask participants, you know, is there something else that you're interested in? Are there some needs that you don't have met? Um, And we've gotten an array of questions, um, but many have stemmed around lack of resources for their children who um, have autism and or ADHD. And so that is something else that we have recently started is that um, families can also choose to have kind of like an add-on packet. So if they have a child who, um, who's who been diagnosed with one of, those, um, one of those two, then we will actually add materials into their developmental toolbox that will, that will help. Are other states knocking on y'all's door to sort of replicate this? Because I feel like this is really unique and and cool. So we have had some interest um, with some of my extension colleagues in other states who are aware of what we're doing and are interested in implementing a similar model. So um, we're hopeful that it might expand um, beyond the state of Mississippi. Someone asked, do they have anything for college students? But that's, that's a great teen. question. Um, that's a great question. Yeah, I mean, the, the teen toolkit might work there. Um, We're always looking for ways we might be able to expand. So that might be something for our team to consider um, in kind of future iterations that maybe we do need to develop a a toolkit specifically for parents of college students. Well, we did a question here on Good Things not too long ago about best advice for freshman year, and we got inundated. So lots of parents worried (laughs) about their freshmen and probably still need some help with those with those younger adults. But it's a different style of parenting, right? Once you transition sort of over to that. Well, congratulations, ladies. Nobody wants to say yay for COVID, but yay that you had the opportunity to think inside the box, as you sort of mentioned. (laughs) Sounds like this is a wild success. Again, we will put the link to getting the tips uh, boxes into the Good Things Facebook group. And if not, you can just Google it, and I'm sure it will pop up. So thank you, ladies. All right, thank stick you. with us. we got a few more good things for you coming up next.
Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. It's back. That's right. School is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Mazda of Jackson. That's right. School is back. And so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. Get super low 2.9% financing for 72 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-9s. Get 2.49% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-5s. And come see the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. Have a trade? Bring it in and we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And remember, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. School is in session. So come get your deal now at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. With approved credit on select model, see dealer for details. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. This is the closing agar market report. At the close in your cotton exchange, December cotton was down 331 to 113.54. March cotton was down 308 to 110.27. Close of the Chicago Board of Trade November soybeans were up 9 cents, 13.90 per bushel. January soybeans were up 8.5, 13 13.96.5 per bushel. December corn was up one and three quarter to six twelve per bushel. March corn was up one and a quarter to six nineteen and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle was up seventeen to one forty five eighty five. December live cattle was up thirty to one fifty one fifty. October feeders up one fifty two to one eighty nine fifty five. November feeders up one sixty two to one ninety one oh two. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down fifty one points, thirty four thousand one oh one. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Get stored grain insect protection without the hassle of tank mixing. Central Life Sciences introduces two new products. Gravista Insecticide, a three-in-one product with an adulticide, an insect growth regulator, and a synergist to provide long-term control of problem-stored grain insects. Looking for rescue treatments or for short-term insect control solutions? Look no further than the new Sentinel Synergized Insecticide. To learn more, contact your local distributor or visit bugfreegrains.com. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Good things. Don't forget you can watch us on your computer or your mobile device over at supertalktv.com. And tonight you'll be able to watch Thunder and Lightning there as well as get it wherever you're listening or watching good things. Uh, you can catch Brian Haydad across the entire Supertalk Mississippi network and on Supertalk TV coming up tonight. That's a Wednesday night at 6 p.m. right after Sports Talk, which is coming up next. Thunder and Lightning covers the Mississippi State Bulldogs like no one else. But of course, you'll still get your daily Thunder and Lightning episodes wherever you listen to podcast. You might even get to hear him sing tonight. <gasps> the Shortly. Rose. Do y'all have? Are y'all pre pre planned meeting, thinking it through? How you're going to do it? Well, or did no, he just he, tell uh, you I'm going to sing? He has a particular song that he plays when certain things happen, and the song involves him singing. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. There's a little nugget for you if you. Uh, stay tuned. Just listen to Sports Talk. Keep that dial, and then you can get Thunder and Lightning uh, from there. The ladies, though, that just left with the extension service on the, the parenting subscription boxes, they shared a little nugget that I thought was important. Uh, it's a grant-funded program there at Mississippi State, but they are mindful to make sure that they use uh, the grant funds and f- filter that back into small businesses in Mississippi to buy the the. I guess the toys or the books or whatever it may be that go into those boxes. And remember, that's they had 1,200 boxes from the first grant. They've got 1,200 more boxes to send out with the second grant. And so how cool of them to be mindful of, you know, taking Mississippi grant funds and putting right back into Mississippi's economy using local bookstores or shops and things of that nature. So cool program. I linked it into the Good Things Facebook group if you want to learn uh, more about it there. I also linked in how you can support the ladies uh, the Chapel Hill ladies by voting uh, for their performance last night on America's Got Talent. Of course, I should have known. We snuggled in, me and the girls turned it on at seven. We're going to wait and, you know, Chapel Hill, come on. I mean, Chapel Hill, Chapel Heart, come on. And then off to bed we go. And they were the last act of the night. And so that's mine. We love you, ladies. So we hung in there for you, and you were well worth uh, the wait. They blew it out of the water again, and um, it was it was a really cool performance. I even posted where they got a nod from old Tanya Tucker on their performance last night as well, who's geared up in a Santa denim costume. That alone, she gets you over to the Good Things Facebook group to sort of see uh, what what's happening. Um, what's happening there? Not often you see the the white Santa fur <laughs> matched with denim, matched with denim trim to to boot. So I think that's I think that's a pretty cool. That is so, definitely a look. That is definitely a look. And these ladies had a look too last night. They were dressed for the occasion. They sang an original song. They 
they let America know that it wasn't a flub the first go round, that they definitely have talent and chops. And so we will be following along with their progress um, as they continue on. I know a lot have mixed emotions about whether they was the right or wrong decision for them to continue on the show since they pretty much got blasted into stratosphere. But I come from the school of it was their platform that gave you the opportunity. You should see it through. But I don't think anybody will be sad for you if you come in second, because second ain't always terrible if if you know what I mean. I don't know that it's been the case with America's Got Talent, but I do remember, especially early on with the American Idol, it seemed like the winner didn't really do as hot as the second place did. I think that has to do just with contracts and liability. And then I know um, Kelly Clarkson, she's probably one of the most notable idol winners. I guess Carrie Underwood, too. Did she win or did she come in second? I can't remember. Kelly Clarkson, she won. She Good had, Lord, how long ago has that been now? <laughs> well, it, and it, but I think you need to – but at that point, I don't know. I mean, it depends on if you're a starving artist and they say, we have your name, image, and likeness for 10 years – you sign on the dotted line because what else are you going to do until you get big and you realize 10, 10 years is a really long time? I don't know if that's the actual number, but I do remember when she got out of her contract or she her contract expired, whatever it is, she was a whole new artist. Well, a little look behind the curtain for the music industry, album sales compared to merchandise sales and ticket sales for live performances – Album sales is a little bitty skinny piece of the pie that, that grandma says, just give me a half a piece. That That's the kind of piece of the pie you get from album sales. The kind of piece of the pie you get from merchandise sales and ticket sales for live performances is that half a chunk of pie that the uncle wants. So I think Chapel Heart's already looking at a, a meteoric rise just from looking at their all their live shows they're getting to do mm-hmm. and their concerts they're putting on. I'm, I'm happy for them. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Well-deserved. So talented. And we'll keep you updated, but you can also stay updated over on the Good Things Facebook group and vote. I think you can vote up for 10 times if you want to until tonight at 7 Eastern, so 6 p.m. our time. Right when Thunder and Lightning comes on, that's when the voting will end. All right, stick with us. You've got more up next. you got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.